Welcome to Courtney Barrett Radio. I'm Courtney and I'm your spiritual side hustle coach. I'm a former corporate sales rep turned spiritual business coach and breathwork facilitator. I am obsessed with helping you launch your online coaching business, sign your first clients and balance it all with your nine to five. Let's be real. There's no guidebook for 20 something women on how to handle the post-grad world of businesses, jobs, money, spirituality, and life. But if you're anything like me, I know you want to own your power to create major impact, start that business, and manifest your divine abundance. So consider this your spiritual yet down-to-earth bestie, sharing her experiences and tips for you to make your own rules. You're ready for this, babe. Now grab your favorite crystal and journal and keep listening. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Courtney Barrett Radio. I am so excited to have another special guest with me today, and I know that you guys are going to love her. So with me, I have Brittany Yelichich, who is a healer. She's an alignment guide, and she is here to help women who are ready to end the burnout cycle and create a wildly fulfilling and soul-satisfying life. So if hearing that sentence doesn't already give you chills, trust me, it definitely will. And I know for so many of you that are balancing your job and your business right now, that this is going to be a message that you are going to love to hear. So Brittany, I want to thank you so much for being here and welcome to the show. Thank you so much for having me. I love doing these. <laughs> <laughs> me too. It's like the highlight of my day. So for anyone who doesn't know you already, do you want to share a little bit more about yourself and your work? Yeah. So I don't want to go too far. Do you want to share a little bit about my story and why I do what I do or yeah, yeah. let's, let's get deep into the details. <laughs> okay. Perfect. Cause I can get, I can get kind of deep sometimes. So yeah, we're here for it. <laughs> Beautiful. Yeah. So I have been in business for about five years and I experienced crazy burnout about two and a half years into my business as a mindset coach and a healer. Mm -hmm. And so I, everything that I'm teaching now, I learned the hard way. (laughs) (laughs) And, um, I also have two autoimmune conditions. I have PCOS, Mm -hmm. which is polycystic ovarian syndrome, and I have Hashimoto's thyroiditis. Mm -hmm. And I bring that up because that's another layer to why, um, for me really living in a way that honors our bodies mm-hmm. and takes care of our well-being first is is so key, right? Mm-hmm. Because if if you can't create a, a business that really nourishes your body and your well-being, then mm-hmm. I learned the hard way that you won't have a business. Okay. So <laughs> um, for me, my passion has always been self-love and helping women feel worthy. Mm-hmm. And this is just another layer of that, helping women realize that it's okay for you to pursue your big dreams, your big goals, your success, the things that you want to create while also honoring your body and not putting your own needs on the back burner Mm -hmm. and not just fluffy self-care. Like let's take a bubble bath, but really, really looking at how can I build a business that from the beginning, Mm because you know, a lot of you guys are just getting started in business, which is so beautiful you know, from the beginning, creating something that is not going to burn you out and is not going to destroy your health. Like it did Mm -hmm. mine, (laughs) because let me tell you, I'm still recuperating. You know, when you get burned out, like I did, I had to actually take a over a year hiatus from my work, which was really difficult. And 
taught me a lot, honestly, about what's really important and what I really wanted to share. And so I looked back, I can look back at the early years in my business and just see, really, I had no life. I was just attached to my laptop and attached to my phone and just attached to everything I was doing to the point where I really didn't, I didn't have anything else outside of that. And it, it, it came from a place of love because I loved my business so much and mm-hmm. I was passionate about what I did, but it came at a real cost. Right. And mm-hmm. a lot of us, we create our own businesses. I know I did because I wanted freedom <laughs> and because I wanted to, you know, do business in a way that was soul nourishing and was helping me live my fullest you know, most expressed life. And so, Mm. you know, I kind of lost that (laughs) along the way when I got so caught up in everything Mm -hmm. in the masculine patriarchal way of running business. And now five years in, or I guess maybe it would be like more like four years in, because I just celebrated (laughs) five years. I finally realized, okay, there is a way for us to honor our bodies as women um, specifically, because we do have a beautiful layer to us that, um, you know, that men don't have. So, mm. <laughs> so it's really beautiful to find like, how can we nourish ourselves and our bodies and still be successful, still yeah. impact people, still use our gifts. And so I'm really grateful looking, I mean, I'm grateful for what I've experienced, um, because it has taught me so much. And now I can go out there and share from my own mm. experience how to do it differently. And Mm -hmm. I do see it now as a gift that burnout for me was a beautiful gift because it gave me clarity. So, but hopefully (laughs) by having this conversation and maybe hearing this, it'll plant a seed in your mind that maybe you don't have to experience the burnout to get these beautiful lessons. Mm -hmm. Maybe you can experience it before it gets to that point. So, so that's why I do what I do. That's a little bit of background about how I got here and why I teach now what I teach. Mm -hmm. Oh my goodness. Oh, that is such a powerful story. And I honestly, I see a lot of myself in there, especially when I first started my business, I was so go, go, go all the time and balancing that with my job. It sometimes felt like I always had to be doing something or else there was this immense guilt. But, but like you said, it only leads to, to burnout, feeling so tired and, you know, feeling out of alignment with your mind and your body. And like the connection is just fried. And I'm just, I'm so excited to have you here and for everyone to listen to this because I feel like it's such needed work and super important. Um, and I've already sparked so many more questions than I originally intended to ask. Um, so I'd love to hear like when it came to your burnout, was it something that you felt was kind of slowly building over time or was there like a big tipping point and, and what did that feel like for you? Ooh, that's a good question. It was a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. If I go back now, there were definitely red flags. Mm-hmm. I think in, in that time, I didn't really notice them. So it felt sudden. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it felt really <laughs> sudden. But if I'm really honest with myself, there were definitely signs. Mm-hmm. I just didn't want to deal with them. I didn't want to look at it. And I told myself, no, we can't deal with that right now. We need to work. We need to mm-hmm. get this going. And so when I really, um, now that I have this perspective and I can go back and see, okay, what was going <laughs> on in my life? You know, I just remember even something simple, like I was having eye fatigue. So at the time I was living in Bali and oh, cool. I've kind of lived all over the world <laughs> the past five years and 
at the time I was living there and my eyes were hurting so much, Courtney, that I could barely, there was like a day or two where I just had to keep my eyes closed all day. Oh, just wow. opening them was hurting. And I was like, this is weird. What is wrong? That's not normal. And mm-hmm. I don't wear glasses. I don't have any, uh, eye issues <laughs> yet. <laughs> and so I had to find this optometrist and just get an eye test. Cause I was really concerned that I was having all these issues with my eyes. Mm-hmm. And when he went to do the test, the eye test, my vision was, you know, just as good as it's always been but he actually, he ended up giving me a prescription just to kind of ease the load. But the, what, what he described, he said, imagine that you have your arms out all day and on each arm you have, um, a gallon of milk in each arm. Oh gosh. And they're like, okay, like for, you can hold that like for a little while, <laughs> not long, but like, you know, like a minute maybe. And he said, but that's basically what you're doing to your eyes but it's all day because I was looking at a screen all the time for so many hours a day and I wasn't resting my eyes. I wasn't looking away. And so that's just a very small example, but it's one of those things I was like, Oh, whatever. Like we live in a modern world. This is why this is happening. Like, I mean, that should have been a huge wake up call on its Mm -hmm. own. (laughs) It wasn't, (laughs) I got the eyeglasses and I was like, okay, we'll make this work, you know? And I'd never looked back, but you know, that was one of the first, I would say that was one of the first signs. And then it would just became like, I was just really tired, just Mm -hmm. unreasonably tired. Even if I got like a full night's sleep, (laughs) I would wake up and my eyes would be burning. Like I had to stay up all night and, um, it finally got to the point and I didn't know that I had autoimmune conditions. Mm -hmm. Um, but basically with autoimmune there are certain things that can trigger an autoimmune condition to come out. Like it might, all the conditions might be there kind of underneath the surface, but stress Mm -hmm. can really bring it out. And I think the way I was living pretty much brought out these conditions and Mm -hmm. I didn't, it took me a long time to really figure out what was going on with me. But, Mm -hmm. um, there was a point in my journey about a couple of years ago where I could barely leave my bed. It was really hard. Um, Mm -hmm. and in that moment is when I realized when they say that your health is well, that's not just a cute little phrase. Um, (laughs) it's really true because when you're stuck in your bed and you feel like you're 80, when really you're like in your late twenties, that's a wake up call. And I realized, Oh my gosh, what have I done to myself? Mm. Like, how did I get here? (laughs) Cause it did feel quite sudden, even though it wasn't, it felt quite sudden. Um, because when you're bed bound, that's when you realize, oh my gosh, like this is serious. Like this is not okay. And I was forced to rest. I didn't have a choice at that point, (laughs) you know, um, I was forced. And so, and it was uncomfortable. It was so uncomfortable. Like all the stories in my mind were saying, you're so lazy. Why can't you just push through this? And that's when I realized there was something much deeper going on, um, how much condition we are in our society mm-hmm. to just go, go, go all the time at whatever cost. And mm-hmm. so being ill, um, like that and 
going through that experience, it just really taught me that, okay, this is not just me and my own problem. This is something that we're all dealing with. And, Mm. you know, the more I got into um, this line of work, the more I realized that I wasn't alone. And there's a lot of autoimmune sisters out there, one thing. And Mm -hmm. there's a lot of women, even if they're not dealing with autoimmune, that are dealing with adrenal fatigue and they're having all these um, problems. Mm -hmm but they're being told that it's normal and it's just a part of being an adult and it's yep. just part of being. And <laughs> honestly, I don't, just because it's common, I don't think that means it's normal. We're just living yeah, or okay. so different <laughs> our bodies were intended mm-hmm. to live, you know? And so, yeah, <laughs> that's my, my burnout experience for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thank you so much for, you know, opening up and being so real about that, because I feel like that's sometimes that, I don't know, like it's something that we can feel weird talking about because everyone's always getting so hyped up and excited about how many things that they're doing, everything they're achieving. And when we rest, we feel like it's lazy and we shouldn't tell anyone about it. And I know for myself, like when I first started coaching, sometimes I would get on my stories and I would talk about feminine energy and resting, but like behind the scenes, I was so tired and I felt so ashamed to tell anybody that. And I just, I'm just, I'm so excited. We're having this conversation and, you know, I'd love to hear for anyone who is feeling like they're really going through this burnout right now, you know, what are your best tips for avoiding it before it really, really gets too far? Absolutely. Yeah. So the first thing is rem- for me, and this has been really huge and it's a mantra now for me is to just tell yourself that rest is productive. Mm, Love it. Because that's something I think that we really resist as a society is really seeing the value in rest and that rest is actually something that we all need. Mm -hmm. And if you look to nature, you know, that we have all four seasons for a reason. Mm-hmm. nature, even nature needs that time of winter to go within and to rest. And if you look at pretty much any cycle in life, there is a fallow period. There is a time where nothing's happening, but really <laughs> it's not nothing happening. That time is so important because if we don't take that time, then the other part of the cycle can't happen either. Mm-hmm. So reminding yourself, okay, first of all, I'm a human and I'm also a part of nature. And if nature needs to rest, so do I. Mm -hmm. And recognizing that when you rest, you're able to, when you aren't in that phase, like when you move into a different phase of your cycle, if you gave yourself that time to rest, you're able to show up and the things that you do are actually a lot more potent, right? Because you're not frazzled and exhausted and, you know, just going, going, going without really having space to reflect. Mm -hmm. You're living more intentionally and you're living more consciously. And so if you can just remind yourself that having time to rest is one of the most productive things that you can do for your work and for your business, I think that's really, it's like a paradigm shift that Mm -hmm. needs to happen. And when you lean into that, you'll be amazed at honestly, how much more of an, it's not even just that you make the same impact. You make more of an impact when you do this for yourself and you realize, oh my gosh. So I was working 
10 hour days for no reason. I didn't actually have to do that. (laughs) I can actually get as much powerful work done in, in three hours or four hours a day. And it's true. It sounds crazy, but it actually (laughs) is true because you're coming at it from a whole different grounded Mm -hmm. energy, not like, Oh my God, I have to do all the things. I have to be busy. I have to fill my whole entire day (laughs) to, Mm -hmm. to be successful, which is not true. Yeah. Oh my goodness. That's such great advice. And I feel like I've noticed the same for myself is that when I give myself a long period of time to work on something, there's so much procrastination, scrolling, like little busy work things that get done here and there. Whereas if I'm out living my life and I know I have a set amount of hours after I do what I'm doing to work, somehow magically it all gets done. (laughs) So I love that. And actually this segues perfectly into what I also wanted to ask you about was cyclical living, because I know that's something that you are really passionate about. And actually before I found your work, I hadn't even really heard of it before. So I'd love to hear some more about, you know, these cycles that we move through in our life, in our business and, you know, how we can work with them in our advantage to avoid this burnout, but also to find success. Yes. I love it. So cyclical living is about aligning with these different energies that flow in our lives. And there's a couple different layers to it and I'll keep Mm -hmm. it really simple, but you have, (laughs) um, as women, we have our menstrual cycle. That's the Mm -hmm. cycle that is most intimate for us because it's happening in our own body. Mm -hmm. And this is coming from someone who has PCOS. So my cycles are not regular. They're not Mm -hmm. consistent. And so even if you are not bleeding, even if um, things are inconsistent with the way your cycle is, or you're pregnant or something like where you just aren't getting that, that um, monthly bleed, that's okay because you can still live cyclically. Okay. And I'll share a bit more about that in a second, Mm -hmm. but you have this, the menstrual cycle, Um, I like to joke that we're four different women in one month, you know, like we have, you know, because we are and, um, and cyclical living is about leaning into that versus Mm. thinking, oh my God, there's something wrong with me. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so then we have the next layer, which is the lunar cycle. So actually following the cycles of the moon. Mm -hmm. So if you're not currently bleeding, or, um, something is going on where you're not able to, um, sink in with your menstrual cycle, Mm -hmm. then you can instead more closely follow the moon. Oh, and then of course, a bit more far out, we have the seasons, right? We might be in a season of winter or spring or summer or fall. Um, and then a little bit more zoomed out, we have seasons of our life, right? Mm -hmm. So we have that time in our life, um, where we are in the spring, our early, you know, our twenties and, you know, teen years, that's where like, we're spring, we're just getting started. Right. Mm -hmm. And we kind of move through our lives and, um, and depending on what phase of life we're in, obviously things are going to (laughs) feel a bit different, but the main thing I love about cyclical living is that it's not linear. Mm -hmm. It's site. It is a circle, right? And so there's no beginning or end. And it just helps you recognize that there's never truly an ending. There's always a beginning on the other side. So it's always like Mm -hmm. looping around and around, which I find very comforting because when we think of life linearly, it feels like there's no room for error, right? Or it feels like, oh my gosh, if this doesn't happen, then that's it. That was my only shot, you know? Yeah. We think that, you (laughs) know, if we've been somewhere or we have to do the exact same thing to get back there or, oh, I'm not going to get this anymore. <laughs> exactly. Yes, absolutely. Because 
as humans, we are going to move through different periods of our lives constantly. Um, there's going to be times where we're turning inward. There's going to be times when we're more out there and visible and vibrant. And so just really briefly, I'm just going to share because all of these cycles have things in common Yeah. and I'll just use the seasons because we're all pretty familiar with seasons, right? Mm -hmm. So if you think about spring energy, that's like new growth, right? That's when things are getting started. That's probably when you have the most energy. So that's the time after, um, after you bleed, after you're, um, you've gone through that time of your period and you can start to sense, okay, after your period, eventually you start feeling like, okay, now I have energy again. Now I can do <laughs> things again. So, so that's your spring. Like, okay, I'm in this spring phase. And that also coincides with, um, you know, if you are in the, you know, moving into the uh, waxing moon, when it's moving towards growing again after the new moon, mm -hmm. then that's also things are growing, things are kind of moving, moving again. So, um, so that's your, your spring energy. That's when you're going to maybe feel like you can plan and organize and kind of get things going and get things rolling. Mm -hmm. And then you also have the next phase, which is summer. So summer is when you're, you're not so much going to be like working hard, you'll, but you're going to be more visible, right? Because mm -hmm. think about summer, right? What are we doing in summer? We're having fun. We're spending time with people. Like it's a more outward energy, but we're not working crazy hard. Usually mm -hmm. <laughs> we're yeah. enjoying ourselves. And so this, and this also coincides with the full moon because at the full moon, you're like, it's full bloom, everything. It's as big as it's going to get right. Mm -hmm. The moon. And so it's a time of, um, look like almost celebrating what you've accomplished so far in that cycle and enjoying and being visible. So in your business, for example, that's a great time to like market yourself and do interviews and things like that. Mm -hmm. Um, then you have, you, we move into, uh, fall energy, which is kind of like a time when we're PMSing, <laughs> we're wanting to kind of turn, we're still able to get things done, but it's more like we're moving inward. We're not wanting to be around everyone as much. And, you know, if you think about in a season, like fall, like all the leaves are changing, they're starting to yeah. lose the leaves. So it's a time of taking stock, like what is not working? And that's why we, we tend to get really moody, right. And emotional yeah. at this time, because we're like, we're like, this is not working. I don't like this anymore. <laughs> so it's actually really beautiful because we get to see what is aligned and what's not. Mm -hmm. Now we're not necessarily having to act yet on those feelings or do something with it, but it just kind of gives us that clarity and it's a beautiful time. It's not. So a lot of times we can think PMS or that time before our period is just really annoying <laughs> and other people are annoyed with us. Like, you know, it just feels frustrating. Right. Mm -hmm. But it's actually a really great source of wisdom because mm -hmm. that's when it's like, there's an archetype that goes, it's called like wild woman. So it's like yeah. that primal part of you. That's like, not willing to put up with stuff anymore. She's like, Nope, this isn't working. I'm tired of this. So mm -hmm it's a lot of gorgeous energy coming from that. And it can be great for setting boundaries and making later on <laughs> decisions mm -hmm. um, that are for your highest good. Mm -hmm. And then of course we have winter where we're really turning 
completely inward. And it's more like this older wise woman energy Mm -hmm. where we're really still and we're resting more and we don't, um, it it might not look like anything is happening (laughs) from the outside. It looks like we're just lazing around and doing nothing. And, but actually, um, that's also a very powerful time because when we're resting, that's when we're just being, we're just being Mm -hmm. present with ourselves. And there's so much wisdom that can come through and beautiful ideas and inspiration and things that you realize, wow, this is, these are the things that I want to be doing in my life. And Mm -hmm. just really taking, um, it's a little bit different from enchant, uh, from the wild woman, because she's really feisty, but (laughs) the, the old, you know, the old wise woman, she's just kind of like, yeah, it's like a wise grandmother energy. She's like, Oh, here's what I have to to share with you. Mm -hmm. And so if we can lean into all these different cycles of our menstrual cycle or lunar cycle, then we can see the medicine in each of these phases. Mm -hmm. And we can also align the way that we're living and the way that we're doing our work so that we we don't, we aren't having to move against that. Cause that stuff is already, it's already happening. It's mm-hmm. already going to happen. So why not leverage it? Why not use it for our highest good? Mm-hmm. Ooh, oh my goodness. I, I love all this stuff because it's so new to me and it's so cool. Um, I'm curious to hear like, what, what is the timing like for these cycles? Like, are these things that would match up with, you know, where the lunar phases are right now, um, the seasons that we're going through on earth or, I mean, even part of me is saying like, oh, I kind of feel like we even go through these seasons sometimes in a day where we're like ramping up and, you know, it's that spring energy at the beginning and then, you know, winding down at the end of the day is more like winter. So yeah, I'd be curious to hear a little bit more about that. You're exactly right. Like that's what I'm saying, <laughs> it's so beautiful. The more you get into the cycles, the more you realize how many parts of our lives have these cycles in them. Mm-hmm. Like the creative cycle, when we create something, a project that has, um, you know, that cycle in it mm-hmm. and the daytime, like you said, when we wake up, um, that's, that's the beginning part of the day, right. That has like the yeah. spring energy. And then the day is like the full moon or the summer energy, you know, and then, you know, it, it just flows like in the, you will find more and more of these kind of examples, the more you think about it, it's cool. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. So actually, Um, I do want to say that just because, so sometimes of course, with like, for example, we'll use the moon. Mm -hmm. Um, sometimes we are aligned with the moon. So I'll say like, sometimes when we're bleeding, we're at the new moon and we're exactly in sync with the moon's energy, but sometimes we're not, and that's not a bad thing. Mm -hmm. It doesn't mean something is wrong. It's just that, um, we're just, we're moving differently. And so, um, like, let's say if you're bleeding with the new moon, then they might call that, um, the, uh, a white moon cycle. And if you bleed with the full moon, then they call that a red moon cycle, but you can sometimes, but even if you don't bleed at those times, mm-hmm. that's okay too. It doesn't mean anything is wrong. Um, it's just something to be aware of. It's kind of like you have different, um, things going on at the same time. So for example, let's say that, um, I am in, the part of my cycle where I'm ovulating, which is around the, like, that would be the full moon energy, mm-hmm. but let's say that's happening, but it's actually new moon. Oh. So I'm, I'm ovulating. I'm in this, you know, when you're ovulating, you know, like you feel more like, Hey, everybody, like, let's be around everyone. And you feel kind of more like sexy and just vibrant, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, but then you have the new moon. So 
you'll have that, but you're going to have a little bit of that new moon energy too. So it's kind of like you'll have a few different influences. Mm -hmm. And if it is also winter, you know, the season is winter, then you'll have a little bit of a flavor of that. But Mm -hmm. we tend to have the closest connection to our menstrual cycle because that's closest to us, right? Because Mm -hmm. that's our bodies. So Mm -hmm. it's kind of like, there's just different layers of the cycle. So I don't want to overwhelm anyone, but I would just say, if you start with just thinking about your cycle, your, your um, menstrual cycle, if you're bleeding, if you're not bleeding, then just use the moon then use that to think, okay, is this my inner spring right now that I'm in? Or is this my inner fall? Is this my inner winter? Is this my inner summer? Mm -hmm. And it will help you to plan or just acknowledge, okay, I might not be, you know, if you're in a point of your cycle where you're not as energetic, maybe you don't feel as motivated to do things or be around other people. It helps you to just be more accepting of yourself and not be so hard. Like, what's wrong with me? Like, why don't I have more motivation? And it's like, oh, okay, that's fine. I'm just in this season right now. And let's be okay with that. What, what can I, how can I leverage this time? Because there's gifts in every single one. Mm -hmm. Oh, that's beautiful. And I know it's like kind of switching gears a little bit, but I know that human design is another one of your big passions. And I'm curious, like, where does that fit into everything? Um, Is there cycles within that or even, you know, how can we leverage what our type is to avoid burnout and to really be moving through our days and our business in a way that aligns with our natural energy? Oh, I love that. Yeah. And so human design for anyone who's listening and you don't really know what that is, human design is basically a map of your energy and how it naturally flows in your body. And it's really like a blueprint of who you really are when you're not being conditioned by society and everything. It's, it's really beautiful. So if you don't know what that is, I totally recommend looking into this and finding out what your type is, but you can actually get your chart for free. Mm -hmm. Um, There's jovianarchive.com and you can go in. um, You need to have your exact birth time, which is important. (laughs) But um, once you have that, you can kind of get a sense of what your type is. So Mm -hmm. how I integrate human design into this um, cyclical living and honoring your body is it comes down to depending on your chart, you're going to have different ways of being in the world that is most aligned with how your energy flows. So I'll just use myself as an example. Mm -hmm. I'm a manifesting generator. I'm a sacral manifesting generator. So what that means is when I, how I operate in the world um, is I respond. So that's my strategy is to respond. So if I'm trying to go out there and make things happen and initiate and push things forward, it's probably not going to feel very good (laughs) because it's not aligned with how my energy flows. But what does feel good is if I'm out there living life or being around other people and they, maybe they say something or I'm in a, I'm in a place and I'm like, Ooh, that feels, that feels good. That feels like something I might want to connect with. That's what I would call. That's when you, because I have a sacral is Mm -hmm. it's like call your, uh uh-huh. So it's like, Ooh, uh uh-huh. I want to check this out. I want to dip my toes in this and figure out, do I really want to pursue this? So what's beautiful about honoring your strategy is you're going to use your energy more productively. You're not going to get burned out as easily because Mm -hmm. 
that's how your, your energy naturally wants to flow anyway. Mm -hmm. And we all have different strategies depending on what your type is. And you also have what's called your inner authority, which is how you make decisions, how you make the most aligned decision Mm -hmm. for yourself. And uh, mine is also sacral. So that means that when I make decisions and what's really beautiful about human design is nobody has their mind as their authority, no type. It's always in the body. Okay. I love it (laughs) to make decisions with our mind be logical, right? Be reasonable. And our mind is a beautiful tool, but at the end of the day, our authority is how we make the best decisions for ourselves. Mm -hmm. So for me, because I have that sacral authority, it's always going to be an, in the moment, I'm going to know in the moment, either yes or no, is this right for me? So, and every, again, there's different types of authorities. So it depends on what yours is, but that's mine. So when I'm living in alignment with my human design type and my authority and my strategy, things just tend to flow a little bit easier because Mm -hmm. I'm already just living in alignment with the way my energy wants to be used. Mm -hmm. So it's just another layer of the cyclical living because if you're doing both, if you're following your human design and you're honoring Mm -hmm. this, uh, this cyclical energy, then, oh my gosh, you're really setting yourself up to be, um, using your energy wisely. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Oh, this has been such a great conversation, Brittany. I want to thank you so much for coming on the podcast today. And I truly am so excited for everyone to hear this. Uh, But before we go, do you have any last words or any bits of advice that you would love to leave our audience with? I just want to say that because I know that we've talked about a lot of things here. (laughs) It's been (laughs) incredible. When to feel overwhelmed, I just get so excited sometimes about this stuff. So my recommendation is if you take anything from this conversation is to really um, acknowledge that you do, that you are a human in nature and that you are not a human doing that you actually do have these different seasons and that you have an opportunity here to really accept that part of you and to love that part of you and know that even if you've been taught by society that you need to do things a certain way or that you need to operate in a certain way, that that doesn't have to be true for you. When you learn more about your energy type or your personal cycles and you lean into that rather than moving against it or thinking it's something wrong with you, mm-hmm. your whole life is going to change. And remember that when you rest, it really is productive and it's not a bad thing. Being lazy is not <laughs> a bad thing. We need to reclaim that word and maybe make it something that's really beautiful, but, but just acknowledging, just give, letting yourself off the hook. You do not have to be constantly moving and going in order to be successful. That would be the most important thing I feel like you could take <laughs> from our conversation. Beautiful. Yeah. I think that's such a great way to end this and like the real moral story of it all. Uh, but where can we find you? Do you want to share a little bit more about where you hang out online, any offers you have right now? How can we all learn more about this? Beautiful. So I'm on Instagram. I'm wildly fulfilled. (laughs) That's, uh, that's my brand. And um, where I teach women to go deeper with this information we talked about on this podcast Mm -hmm. is in my membership community. It's called wildly fulfilled collective. We do full moon circles and we do, um, I have monthly soul care lessons. I do energy healing in there 
And um, I, I teach every month, like on different aspects of how to embody this new way of being. Mm -hmm. And in my experience, when you're in a community of people who speak the same language as you, who kind of understand that, you know, you're on, you're all learning this at the same time and you're all embodying it. It can be so powerful because Mm -hmm. when you're doing this all on your own, you will think you're crazy. You'll be like, Oh my gosh, (laughs) this is weird. I don't know if this is even going to work. But if you have those examples of women in your life that are doing it alongside you and you see their wins and you see, Mm -hmm. okay, like I can do this, then that makes it a lot easier. Mm -hmm. So, so that's where, um, I, I love to pour my heart is into these community type environments. So, so that's um, where I'm at. Also, um, if you want, I have a sacred rest virtual retreat that is Ooh. always available. So it's a three-day retreat to help you unpack some of this uh, patriarchal mindset of we need to be going all the time and helping you to tune back into your body and its wisdom and what you really want in life. So, mm-hmm. so that's where you can find me. Oh my goodness. That all sounds so amazing. Well, we'll make sure you put all the links to everything down below so everyone can go connect with you, Brittany. Uh, But this has been so amazing. So thank you for coming on the show today. Thank you again for having me. This was really fun. Of course. And shout out to everyone listening. Thanks for being here. And I'll talk to you next week. Thanks for listening and letting me guide you to your most spiritual side hustle. If you love the show, I would be so grateful to hear from you in an iTunes review. And be sure to come hang out with me over on Instagram at the Court Barrett and join my free Facebook community, the Spiritual Side Hustle Society, for even more daily inspo and tips. Now, what are you waiting for? Go out there and live your soul's purpose, and I'll talk to you next time.